We are once again proud this week to be sponsored by Moshi, the number one sleep and mindfulness app. Now, if you didn't know that you can access Moshi for free as an educator, where have you been? It gives you access to amazing content and lesson ideas, always with an important focus on topics such as empathy, perseverance, and kindness. And now for some exciting news. I have partnered with Moshi and I'm in the process of providing some exclusive lessons to support some of their fantastic stories. In fact, if you head to moshikids.com forward slash moshi dash four dash schools dash Mr. P, you can check out the first lesson that we've already uploaded there. I'll put a link in the description in the episode notes. Go and check it out. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Strike! Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Steeride! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out! And on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Hello and welcome to episode 96, season 5, episode 6 of Two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Thank you so much for joining us once again for an episode that we hope will bring a little bit of light in the darkness. Um, We're getting close to 100 episodes. Oh, now what we're going to do? The century. What we're going to do? Well, I don't know. I'm thinking sesh. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) But... I don't know. We've got to do something to to yeah to com- celebrate. What do you say? Commemorate. Commemorate the, the century. Yeah, hundred. Yeah. Maybe put it out to the listeners, guys. If you can think of a suitable way in which we can bring in hundred episodes, maybe like a, I don't know, a special, uh, you know, favorite stories or mm. I don't or know, like, like the the, the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll put it out to you guys. If you think of a we'll get of a, doodles to uh, yeah we'll get doodles to have a little doodle, maybe yeah, or some way of celebrating the hundred. Yeah, because that's know. that's great. Big achievement. Yeah, yeah, yeah hundred episodes uh, of and, Timmy's Peas and, and the, the Chinwags don't count as episodes. Do no, they? so we have actually done more than a hundred, but like hundred official standard yeah. episodes. Yeah, nah, that's that's pretty sweet, isn't it? Yeah, that's I mean. Sweet. We we will reveal that we have got a chinwag coming this week. A uh, special chinwag. Had to keep this one top secret. So we're recording this on Monday night again. Uh, I'm going to try and release it Tuesday morning, so uh, a day earlier, so that by Thursday you should have uh, listened ready for the chinwag episode that's oh, yeah. coming out. Chinwag's exciting and it's a real good one as well, isn't it? I think it's up there as one of our biggest... Yeah, not biggest only one names. of our biggest names, but also just a lovely human being who was yeah. who was who seemed to enjoy the two Mister P's crack. Yeah, so you will be listening to a Chinwag episode with none other than Mister Tom Fletcher on Thursday from McFly fame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's also doing decent doing decent job on Strictly at the minute. He is good. And of course, you, I'm sure if you are a teacher, you'll be familiar with, with with his books. So we actually interviewed him back in August. So we got the email through, and it was like, uh, "Fancy a, a a chat with Tom? We've got him for a day of PR. We could fit you in." Do you fancy it? We're like, and we were like, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> is that of our league? Um, and yeah, so the only downside was the day itself was when I was on my holiday in Portugal. So we were running an and about it, but we thought, come on, Tom Fletcher, yeah. if you got an opportunity, you got to do it. Definitely. I mean, I know it's a bit of a weird one, it because like there are there are. Um, a lot there's a lot of discussion on teacher twitter about you know celebrity authors and stuff but 
you know, and and there's some of some of the celebrity authors that jump on the bandwagon and just release a book because they're a big name. Generally, generally, genuinely, I love the Tom Fletcher books. I think he's absolutely brilliant. No, I agree. Uh, my kids have. I, I say on the interview like it's the generational gap because whereas for me, Tom Fletcher, the guy from McFly, yeah, yeah. For my kids, he's the author of the Christmasaurus mm. and the Creakers and the Danger Gang, which are books I've read to my kids and they absolutely love. So, yeah, so uh, we we couldn't pass up that opportunity, but it meant that I had to then add on another bag, yeah, uh, for my holiday. Extra luggage. Which, you know, it was, I think we flew out with EasyJet. Uh, whoever you fly out with now, you pay, you know, you get you get hooked in with the cheap price, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's only forty nine ninety nine to travel to Portugal. Boom. But then it's like, oh, you got a book, you see. Oh, you've got to pay extra for luggage. Yeah. So, um, yeah, to take a suitcase with all, like my laptop, the camera, uh, all the podcast recording equipment, it was it squeaky bum time because I had to make, you know, that we're talking a lot of money in that yeah, case. Yeah. You know, clothes, you know, you can replace. But that sort of equipment, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was scary. But anyway, got there, recorded it, and it's coming your way on Thursday. So we hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoy our chat there with uh, Mr. Tom Fletcher. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a great one. I can say that from the bottom of my heart. And you know, the hard never less. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, so yeah, so how's your week been, Adam? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, it's been tiring. It was my birthday last week. Yeah, um, happy birthday. Yeah, thank Many you very happy much. returns. How um, old are we? I am 33 now. 33 going on 10. <laughs> <laughs> Which has never been said. Uh. Yeah, um, so I had a nice birthday. Uh, you know, it's more, it's weird, isn't it? You know, when you're a kid, and, and I think the, the, I was saying this to you when I like, I still get excited for my birthday like I'm a kid. But then when my birthday comes, I kind of get in a bit of a Debbie Downer because I'm a bit like, it's not as fun as it used to be. Yeah. Yet, when you've got obviously. It's called being an adult. When you've got your own children, they get more excited than you. Especially when your dad's a type one diabetic because I don't touch the cake. <laughs> so they're in dreamland. Um,. But no, it was it was it was really nice, and then obviously we we went to um, you know we had the show in Harrogate at the weekend, which was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, big uh, shout yeah, out to everyone. Major Ooh. shout out to who came. All the Harrogatees. Yeah, that's what they call them, isn't it? Yeah, it was a different sort of venue to what we've done recently. Uh, in that it was a sort of how would you describe it? It was like a it was just like an old throwback social club. Yeah, it had the feeling of like a conservative type yeah, club yeah. on it. So pool tables, dark, dark. rooms. The only thing that was missing was like people just sparking up inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was funny because when we arrived, it it's not like a theatre because the week before Norwich Playhouse Theatre, you know, we'd Potter's done the Potter's Bar, Bar yeah. uh, Willie Ott's Theatre, like proper. Th- this was <laughs> like a conservative yeah. club. And it was in this back room that almost it felt almost like you know someone's 40th yeah like, like if you'd have turned 40 yeah, this week and that's so where we'd have probably birthday. had your yeah, birthday yeah, yeah. um but yeah it was all set up absolutely fine but there was no sort of backstage dressing room yeah like a green room it was there? we were in the d- room next door the darts the room. darts room yeah yeah um so we warmed ourselves up by playing darts yeah how's your shoulder been <laughs> How's your shoulder? Like no joke, my shoulder's been playing up. Like, um, but yeah, no, I had you know it was, and the show was brilliant. Thank you again to everyone. Yeah, came. huge, huge. The shows shout are out. just really, uh, you know, they're really giving me life. People always say like, uh, you know, I don't know how you do it. You know, you work in a school and and you're doing these shows, but like, you know, people are coming to the shows and really enjoying it. But we're really enjoying it. Obviously, you know, being on the road together, having a crack. But I have to say before, so I don't forget. A couple of funny things that happened to me uh, at school last week was I was doing a handwriting sheet, right? Yeah. And uh, the letter was A, right? So I'm telling this class, right, guys, we're just going to do a handwriting warm-up. Uh, it's just uh, letter A today, capital, first line, and then small A, second line, etc., etc. And I was going A, A, A. 
And then this kid just went, A for easy. And I just went, no, <laughs> that's not right. And then, um, and then you know, like funny stuff, just you, you wait for something funny to happen and two funny things happen at yeah, once. Like buses. Yeah. So I was, I was uh, speaking to this, this kid in, I think, I can't remember what year he was in, four, say. Yeah. And he has a brother in two who I'd never met. And I met his brother and I said, oh, I met your brother the other day. I was like, he's a nice kid, isn't he? And he went, not really. <laughs> I mean, you get that, don't you? No one says nice stuff about the sibling. Not no. really. He went, not really. He went, my parents call him the spawn of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost it. I proper, I honestly like lost it. Did a yeah. proper big belly laugh. Um, but, you know, it's things like that. But yeah, no, in, in, in conclusion... Yeah. Uh, no decent week, cracking show at the weekend. Really excited for the next one. But how how's tricks for you, bro? Yeah, go good. Yeah, Harrogate went went off. It was you know people. I don't know how you find the energy. Trust me, I can be on the verge of falling asleep. But as soon as people start cheering. Yeah. Then you just get this hit of pe- adrenaline. When the people are walking in, and you hear the buzz. Yeah. You, you yeah. feel it, don't you? Yeah. It gives you because I mean. One thing we haven't mentioned. I don't know if you're going to bring it up. What? But like, so basically, I'd gone out for food on the Friday, oh, like God, for my birthday. Yeah. And well, um, you went, you went to a like Bembr. It's called yeah, Facenda yeah. in Manchester, so it's like real nice restaurant, but it's Brazilian where it's like you get your card, yeah, and yeah, they just keep bringing your meat, keep bringing your meat, yeah, which is the worst kind of restaurant because like. You'd if you were at an all-you-can-eat buffet, you'd still be there the next day. Yeah, yeah. You'd, 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 you know, so there was a lot of meat consumed. Is, lot, is lot, all you can yeah, say. A lot of meat, um, and then obviously the problem is, you know, the more you eat, it's like the more you can drink because the drink's not affecting you at all. So, whereas like I don't really drink night before a show ever <laughs> because because I'm a professional. At the end of the day, I, you know, people are coming to see us, expecting a show, and I'm going to give it to them. Uh, but I was having a few drinks, celebrating the old birthday, and uh, because I'd had so much meat, the drink wasn't... Me- Honestly, the whole night I didn't feel drunk at all. Right. The problem was the drink caught up on me the next day. Yeah. Right? So you picked me up, Yeah. and I wasn't feeling my freshest, but I thought, no, power through, I'll be absolutely fine. Got to Harrogate after a little bit of a snooze in the car, didn't I? Mm-hmm. About maybe 20 minutes in the car. Walked in Harrogate and then you were like, do you want a drink? And I said, yeah, I'll, I'll settle the nerves with a uh, with a vodka Diet Coke. Uh, and the woman behind the bar said, Smirnoff or house vodka? And I was like, Smirnoff, please. <laughs> anyway, I ended up having two more vodka Diet Cokes on stage, but I didn't specify Smirnoff. Smirnoff. I'm pretty certain to say that it tasted like paint stripper. Yeah, so it wasn't smell. It was house. Yeah. Um. Anyway, cut long story short. And going back to like the venue we were at, we're talking. <laughs> it would be paint stripper. Yeah. So it's not like Grey Goose in the back. <laughs> yeah. All that sort of stuff. It was. So I before the show, I started with a bit of a belly ache, didn't I? Mm, and I yeah. was going, oh my god, like my stomach's dropping here. Don't feel too clever. And, then, and the thing was, again, there was no like backstage toilets for us no, to the, use. The you had to t- walk yeah. back through the bar yeah. to go to the toilet. So I, I kind of made it a swift dart about five minutes to show time. Five minutes yeah. to curtains. But and there was people no, were all there. there, was, there so no when, you went, when you went, there was this group of girls who saw you walk out. But the room we were in, you couldn't see inside yeah, the room. Yeah. So I could just hear all these girls like, that's his brother. That's his brother going crazy, and you. I bet you think you just darted, and I was like flipping it. Yeah, if they only knew if what they you knew were about to the do. The destruction that I was about yeah. to engage in. Anyway, so I, I felt all right when I got on stage. Obviously, we smashed the show. The audience were amazing. Show went brilliantly. If you haven't come to watch the live show, guys. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, it's the perfect tonic, I think, for a lot. We, we, we talked about this last week, about how grim this new term has been. And I made a little video over the weekend because I'd, I'd 
just keep I just keep getting messages from teachers who are really struggling, finding it incredibly stressful, overwhelming. And, you know, we, we, we were talking last week about why that's the case. I think there's certainly this sort of COVID hangover. There just seems to be this weird lack of acknowledgement to the fact that children have been affected by the COVID stuff. Like, no matter what we try to do with the home learning, it was never as good as having the kids in class with us. So, you know, children aren't quite where they need to be. And rather than sort of acknowledging that and, and being accommodating and adjusting things, there just seems to be this expectation that, no, it's as if COVID's not happened, you know, deliver the Dave curriculum. fell behind kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, deliver the curriculum the way you should be. And then and so that's adding a lot of stress on teachers. Plus, like I say, this sort of cloud of Ofsted and how they're now inspecting schools where they're completely changing through this subject focus, which I'm not arguing isn't the right thing, but the way they're going about it, where we've not really had time to sort that out properly because you know we've had to teach through a pandemic so the lack of understanding that is adding even more, more pressure on so it is a difficult to, and i made this little video where i was just basically saying look we're all in the same boat we're all struggling we're finding it difficult and again the amount of messages i've had um off the back of that certainly shows that it's it was a message that hit hit home so you know i think what the live show seems to be doing for a lot of people is just giving them a little welcome distraction that that tonic to escape and just sort of have a bit of a laugh have a bit of a giggle which you know compared to a lot of well-being um tick box exercises in schools is actually helping a lot of people and we hope this podcast and obviously there's all the social i mean especially for myself all the social posts like your video the other day does help people out but Let's get to the nitty gritty. Uh, well, no, what I was going to say as well is <laughs> the amount of alcohol that gets shifted at what, one of our shows. Oh, I don't know if insane. you've mentioned yeah, this, but it's absolutely yeah, insane. each venue will come up to us after, afterwards and say, like, we cannot believe how much we've made on the bar. Yeah. And I'll turn around and go, well, that just explains what it's yeah. like working education it, it, at the minute. It's a strange, proud feeling when people tell us that, isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of like, you bet your ass that school staff drank. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so at the end of the show, people bought books, and we signed them, we took loads of pictures, love that kind of bit. Yeah, <laughs> if and people no, are coherent. And, and no one... There was one, <laughs> one lady who came towards the end, and she was worse for wear, yeah, wasn't she? she was smashing. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I, I'm, I'm saying this now, there's no one who came to the end of the Harrogate thing and thought like, oh, the other Mr. Pete doesn't look well or anything. I was fine. I was buzzing about the show felt great now when we left the venue i was due to go to my friend's house to watch the tyson fury fight yes which was going to be another four hours of a few drinks and stuff like that now when we got in the car obviously lee's lee's driving his audi i'm sat in the it's shotgun and just as we start driving i got that feeling now it wasn't the stomach feeling it was the when your mouth starts watering and oh, you think yeah. you think oh my god i feel well sick yeah and the worst bit was, I was trying to look up. I can't remember what people told me to do. I was trying to hold my breath, but then I thought, that's not right. It's making me feel worse. And I was looking up. The, the window open. Yeah, window open. And then I just, I remember, I said, basically, this this was what happened. I said, Lee, I was like, you, you're going to have to pull over, you know, I think I'm going to be sick. He's telling me to pull over while we're on, <laughs> we're, we're, we're merging onto the motorway. Yeah. I'm middle lane, coming out of the middle of Leeds, merging onto the motorway. I'm like, I literally cannot pull over. There's so, nowhere for me to but, pull but, over. But, but the mouth starting to water and I could feel it. <laughs> I could feel it. And then I just was like, Lee, I'm going to be sick. And then to be fair to Lee, you know, this is big brother scenes from you, to be fair. You know, he fell in the back of the car and just pulled out an Aldi bag for life. Which I don't know where that came from. It was a sign. It was just... So I... Now, bear in mind, it was my birthday a few days before, and I was wearing this these brand new trainers and brand new Nike joggers, which yeah. I loved. I opened this Aldi bag for life, and what was it? I mean, uh, we, we don't want to knock people off, you know, whatever they're doing. It was just... It was like The Exorcist, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like... Uh, it was... It, I filled basically filled this Aldi plastic bag. Now, the whole time, all I was thinking was... I don't want to have to pay for Lee to get his car cleaned, 
but I also don't want to ruin that thing. So I was praying no holes. Just whatever. <laughs> you know, no hole. Yeah, but you weren't going to get goal. that in an Aldi bag for life. Well, this is the thing. It was it was so tight in that bag and it was brilliant. <laughs> the worst bit was I had to tie it up and hold it for 45 minutes more of the journey. Um, and it's funny because I was speaking to someone at work today and I was telling them that. And then they were like, that's so weird, you know. Do you remember that last night out we went on before COVID? I was like, yeah. She was like, uh, yeah, well, the next day I was going to a wedding fair. And then from the wedding fair, I was going to a f- my best friend's baby shower. And she said, I was all dressed up for this wedding fair. And then I was, you know, in the same outfit that I was wearing to the baby shower. And she said, and I felt sick in the car. Yeah. Opened up a plastic bag and spewed not realizing there was holes in the bottom uh, and it covered her yeah. and i said what kind of bag was it and she was just like just one of those is it porcelain porcelain but is it what, just what? like the normal just like you you, you joe average five, five so I, was like, I was like you should have upgraded to 15 <laughs> like the uh, ict i said ict sorted me right out yeah so yeah th- you know what i mean the, the thing was it, it went be. on for a while so you started as we just got on the motorway at leeds yeah. You were still throwing up past yeah. Halifax. And the funny thing was, you were being a very, very kind, loving older brother by banging my back and being like, you're right. But you were laughing your head <laughs> off at the same time. The, the thing is, it's, it could be, it easily could be another Mr. P's life lesson this. Doesn't matter where you are, if you have drank the night before or you're not feeling too clever, Aldi, bag for life, in your backseat. It was there you the, go. What was funny was, it was the way you first of all tried to blame the house vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like, you know what that was? It was that house vodka. No, it was more like, it was the house, it, it was then, the house vodka. And then secondly, earlier on, when we were driving to Halifax, I'd, I'd said to you, how was, how was your meal? Yeah, yeah. Turned into a bit of a late one, which I knew it would gonna because who you were going out if I knew it wasn't gonna be an early one, and you were like didn't get into like four. I was like, oh here we go, yeah. And then like Kim's just been throwing up all day. She really went went for it, and that you know really drank. So I was like, right, okay. Then when you'd thrown up, <laughs> you phoned Kim, and it was on loudspeaker, and you went, oh Kim, I've just been sick, and Kim went, oh you must have had the same bug that I've had. <laughs> It's like, no, you're just throwing up a concoction of all the alcohol mixed with all the meats. But the people at Harrogate need to know that I still put on a Hugh Jackman-esque performance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just so glad it didn't go into the front row. So, yeah, and, and guys, if you've not yet got tickets, we are going to be in Barnsley this Saturday Tickets still available for that one. There are still tickets for our half-term shows. I think there are some available for Brighton on the Tuesday of half-term. Yeah, it's going to be cool. And then we've got a handful of tickets for the Winchester afternoon show. So we're doing two shows in Winchester, a matinee and an evening show. And then Leicester one sold out, but we've got plenty of tickets for the Lytham St. Anne's towards Christmas, which is the perfect excuse for your Christmas oh, night out. Christmas do all Absolutely. Day. So head over to the website, twomistpeespodcast.com, um, live show, and then obviously all our 2022 dates and venues are there. And we are still trying to add more dates in, but you've just got to be patient with us because it's a very, very difficult situation. We've said this before, but we've got, you know, you've got so many venues, but loads more shows because of the ones that didn't happen in COVID. So it's quite difficult to get venues to uh, believe in us. But the thing is, if our other shows other shows sell really well, it will then help us get in other venues later down the line. So just keep supporting, guys. We absolutely love all your support. Everyone who comes uh, to the shows, who asks for a selfie afterwards, it's just unbelievable. So, yeah, thank and you so thing, much. And it's thinking, it's like... What everyone needs to know is, you know, loads of people commenting, you know, you should do a show here, you should do a show here. We are desperate to do it. We want to do it because we want as many people to see this show as possible. I kind of feel like we're a pair of Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. We are basically on street corners. We are telling our agent, (laughs) (laughs) we'll do whatever to perform in this city or this place. Uh, So just remember, guys, that we are desperate for it. We're trying and hopefully, you know, there'll be more shows dropping soon. Yeah, so my uh, week in school last week, a couple of things happened that just, yeah, really have made me ponder and wonder. Now, when you see a child running down the corridor, mm-hmm. 
What do you do? Running. Running. I'd probably say, so let me let me let me get myself in the zone here. So a child's running down the corridor. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how we make our way around school. Right. You could seriously hurt yourself. Yeah. Now go on, run along. <laughs> no. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Right. I'm just, I'm just, I, like, I go for careful, the textbook. Yeah. Well, we do not run down the corridor. You can go back and walk Ooh, properly. You do the go back. Yeah, the go back. Yeah. That's just because that. it's a well annoying in it. Because you're already trying to get somewhere quick. Yeah. I'm delaying it You've even just more. Added. It's like the crystal maze. Yeah. Here's one for you. What do you do when a child's running at a pace that's slower than a walk? <laughs> Because it completely... Now, uh, it's not a case of like, are you saying a child was... No, no, no. The child was just... Seemed to be running in slow motion. So arms are going, legs are going, like full on running. Like on a treadmill. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But was actually going slower than you would do if you were walking. What would I do to that? So what you... I'm like, you can't say slow down. (laughs) Slow down, you shouldn't be running. (laughs) And then it was like, well, actually, if there was a child who was walking like an Olympic, you know. Yeah, uh, what they called? Power walking. Power walking, then yeah, pull that up. Yeah, yeah. But if a child's basically going through the motions of running, but at a pace that's... Sl- that, and, and, and I was a bit perplexed because I was like, well, technically you're running, but yeah. it's not dangerous yeah, because... That's, that, that's, a, that's a doozy. It just threw me. I don't think I'd ever even thought about that. Even though now you've got me thinking... How amazing would it be if, if you just found a kid power walking around school <laughs> with how funny it looks? You just be like, like, are they break, like, realistically, are they breaking the rules? Technically, no. If you're like, you're walking stop, down if the you're like stop running, they're like, I'm power, wa- <laughs> I'm power walking. Well, the thing is, I know a lot of staff who power walk everywhere they go. And there's a couple of teachers that I know. You can just hear them down. You can hear the little high heels going. Well, not high heels. Who wears high heels to school? But, you know, the heels are going. And the, 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 you, you can do, see the hips, like, proper. Because yeah, they just want to get to first the do, photo. Do you ever, like, do you ever like, um, you know, like, when a member of staff breaks into a run, so maybe they, you know, I don't know, they've got to give a message at a certain time yeah. or whatever. And, and, and if you're, like, if you're a staff member and you see a staff member, you immediately say to the closest staff member, wonder what's happened there? Yeah. Wonder what's going on there? Because oh, why, why do people, you know, why would a staff member run? Ooh. Is, is that it? Ooh. Hey. Hey. Ooh. I wonder what... I always just go, oh, someone's stomach's off. Because <laughs> I do it sometimes. I think, oh, I've got to go and grab that. And I set off a run and then I'll hear someone just go, everyone all right? <laughs> yeah. So that was the first thing that perplexed me last week because I was like, is that something I need to pull the child up on? Because technically... It's surely something you'd need to pull in like the PE lesson. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sports day. It reminded me of that uh, episode of Friends where he gets pulled over because he's going too oh, slow. Ross, Ross goes yeah, yeah. too slow. Um, so that was the first one. Second one is I uh, was covering a year two class. Now, I normally work with the other year two class, but I was with this other one. And um, I don't know. Like, I'll come back to this in a second. But basically, there was a child in this class who was wearing two ties. Right. Right. And, and what came to school in two ties? Just had two t- two ties on. So two one, ties. just two ties. Now I couldn't work out why he was wearing two ties. I don't know whether he was going for a nickname. You know, like you always want a cool nickname. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether he was going for that. Like so, he just wanted people. He wore two ties because he was like, "I'm starting something here. Yeah. I want someone to. I want someone to pick up on the fact I'm wearing two ties and be like, "You're wearing two ties." <laughs> Johnny Two Ties. Hey! Johnny Two. And then for the rest of his life, from that year two moment, he'd be Johnny Two Ties. But I was I was just intrigued. So I said to him, and I said, uh, why are you wearing two ties? And he just went, what's your name? And I said, it's Mr. Parkinson. Why are you wearing two ties? And he looked at me and just went, what's your name? Right, and do you know that scene out of um, like Fifty First Dates? <laughs> no, no. I was thinking, dude, where's my car? Oh, what yeah. does mine say? Oh yeah, sweet, yeah, sweet. <laughs> what yeah. does mine? That's how it went on for the whole <laughs> afternoon. Like, I'd obviously come back to, so I'd set the children off with some work, and then I'd come back to him and I'd just be like, right, anyway, why are you wearing two ties? And he'd just look at me and go, 
What's your name? I, <laughs> like, Mr. Love, Parkinson. I'd love to like, <laughs> Why are you wearing two ties? <laughs> to come back ten minutes later. Who are you? I'm the most followed <laughs> teacher on social media. <laughs> Why are you wearing two ties? And um, yeah, so that led into a discussion with uh, a colleague where we were talking about, and it's an interesting discussion to have, but which year group do you think have been most affected by the whole pandemic, COVID, uh, not? being at school all the right. time oh yeah interesting because i'd throw my hat in i have two year groups i think eyfs right because you got like four-year-olds who have basically never been in school well never really socialized have they yeah, yeah so yeah. that you know they wouldn't have known a time be beyond being outside you know socializing outside or remember what it was like to yeah. socialize so i think there's a few issues there but then i definitely think year two are in the mix right because they never had that full eyfs run which to teach them yeah i mean i mean is imperative shout out. imperative like eyfs staff are absolute heroes because if you get the eyfs nailed that foundation it's called foundation for a reason you're laying foundations with everything if you get that absolutely nailed i think you're you know like year three's last full year was eyfs so yeah there's gaps they, 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 they might not be where they need to be but i think year two are, are worse i think it's a perfect shout out to to eyfs staff because i feel like sometimes they just and you know we touch upon this in 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 this in the show and and you've touched upon this in, in other stuff but they do and it, you know all school staff do such a great job but i sometimes feel the uifs staff maybe not get overlooked but just forgotten about is that is that fair underappreciated maybe yeah. um, or people think that they simply just babysit yeah, yeah. But when you, like when you said about the foundation and how important and imperative it is look at me getting serious here. I know, yeah um i just think you know if you are an uifs staff member whether you're a teacher ta support staff whoever it may be uh sen you know absolutely hats off and 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 the thing is like you you like you've always said is uh you know with time and and trust everyone will get back to where they yeah, need to yeah. be yeah yeah simples but that's what teachers need is we just need to be focusing on that and not all the other crap that we're having to put with but anyway so yeah so johnny two ties we'll never know why he's got those two ties um but yeah so that was that was my week as well but it didn't half make me laugh like yeah but why have you got two ties yeah but what's your name it's a mr parkinson i know yeah I, i mean yeah mr parkinson i'm surprised when you went why are you wearing two ties you said Loser's what? And you just start like what? It's like loser. Who are you? Uh, but yeah, so that was that was my week as well. So let's take a quick break and then we'll get into sharing some of your stories. What is racism? I'm sure it's a question you've probably been asked as a teacher or even a parent. And even though the answer seems straightforward and simple enough, it can be difficult to articulate it in the best way for our students. I know I've had discussions with colleagues about wanting to discuss this important issue, but sometimes finding it hard, especially as I am someone who has never been the subject to any type of discrimination because of the colour of my skin. But this brand new book, What is Racism? by Katie Danes and Jordan Akpajaro is a thoughtful anti-racism book for young children. What is Racism? gently explains what racism is, how it happens, why it is never acceptable, and what each and every one of us can do to eradicate it. What is Racism? is published by Usborne in association with anti-racism educational charity Show Racism the Red Card. What is Racism? is the perfect classroom read for children aged 4+. So grab your copy today. From the gas pump to the grocery store. Inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. 
All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, listen to stories. Uh, uh, Mr. P's bringing the heat, uh. Ha ha, can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear that? Ha ha, check it out, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to kick off the features this week by sharing some funny listener stories. Now, um, these are fresh off the bat, so... <laughs> fresh off the bat? Fresh off the bat, in it. Fresh off the boat, in it. That's a show, isn't it? Yeah. It's not fresh, fresh off, off the, the bat. bat. Fresh off the bat, yeah. It's not fresh off the well, bat. Well, whatever. It's the fresh, fresh off the grill. Fresh out the oven. Fresh, fresh out, out the, the oven. oven. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So this Straight was... off the bat. Yeah, this was of a post I, I put out just last night. Ooh, um, that is fresh I just, off the I bat. just felt like with all the messages that I was being sent and uh, we needed a bit of positivity. So simple post out. What's funniest thing that's ever happened to you? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did see the post, but I, I often don't um, read the comments. So. Yeah, so here we right. go. Yeah, I'm up for it. Uh, right. A few years ago, I fainted in the playground on break duty because I was so hungover after the works Christmas do. Now, that's an error, isn't it? You don't have a Christmas oh, do when God. you're still in school the next day. You are asking for trouble. I can't imagine that. There'd be a I lot of there'll be that. a lot of ooh, oh I'm gonna have to go for a test. I'd be Johnny two shirts, Johnny five socks, <laughs> Johnny four shoes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sir, why are you wearing one tie on your, your neck and one on your head? She's like, uh, what's your name? <laughs> yeah. So um I had to, I had to be helped to the first aid room by four of my year ones. <laughs> Were they, like, carrying her? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll get a leg. Where I threw up in the bin. wonder if it was lined with a bag for life. Well, let's hope so. When my colleague came in to see what was going on, one of my kids was getting me a drink of water. The others were rubbing my back. I've got, I've got to throw it out there now. <laughs> what heroes in year one? I mean, honestly. Oh, because, God. Because I've known year ones in the past <laughs> that would be trying to eat that sick... <laughs> Yeah, forget him passing the phonic screening check when it comes to hangover cures. Or you'd have one kid who, when, when people started patting you back, he'd come over way too hard. Yeah, or like, mate, that, that sounds to me like that's not the first time either. Like, She's you know, done it again. She's only gone and done it again. Yeah. You know, like you have classroom roles, like English coordinator. Yeah. Those four book, kids are... Book, yeah. book, book monitor. Book monitor. Those four kids are the hangover cures. <laughs> Oh god, she's gonna again get the four. Right, this was. Uh, this is also one of my favourite stories. No, ever. I, 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 it just really made me laugh oh, when I read it. If you give it a build up like that, it no, better because deliver. it's just so innocent, but at the same time so hilarious. They're the best. I was on my own with my class, and a child was sick everywhere. Lost now, it. everywhere has been put in inverted in commas. Rabbits. Yeah, in rabbits. So I mean, it it must have gone everywhere. Yeah. I asked the nearest child to go to reception to get some help. He came back with three little four-year-olds. And it just says, yes, I know. I should have said office. (laughs) And that was just so... (laughs) There's so many questions off the back of this, though. So go to reception to get some help. So this kid's gone. I need to go down to EYFS. But when he's got shout <laughs> when he's got to EYFS, what has he said? Like I need some children yeah. for a mission. Miss Smith needs <laughs> needs some kids. Miss, it's like is there is there a little mini A team in EYFS? <laughs> it's a, if a child is sick everywhere and you need some help, maybe you can call. <laughs> Early years. Yeah. The, the reception team. I love it when a plan comes together. But like, 
I did, what, those three little four-year-olds, what did they turn up to? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> right, anyone? What, what's going on here then? <laughs> right, what can we, what we got here? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Johnny, Johnny two ties, go and get, go and get the bucket. I got the paper towels. <laughs> what? Who are you? That's, that is, do you know oh, what I mean? That that's that like is brilliant. So good. And I, I have to say though, the whole kind of office reception, it is confusing. Well, you know, we, there we has say to be, there has to be a change. You don't often learn stuff, but that's something to learn. If oh, you're gonna tell a God. child to go to reception to go to the school office yeah. and get help. Oh, my that is days. brilliant. That's right. Brilliant. Uh this is a visual one. Visual. Um so it comes with a picture. On World Book Day, I posted this picture of myself on social media. Also happened to be the t- to be teaching the Titanic topic at the time. So this is the picture she put on. So this is a teacher on World Book Day dressed as Willy Wonka. No, not no, Willy where's Wonka. Wally? Where's Wally? Yeah. But behind her is a display. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> behind her is just the letters T-I-T. Because where's Wally's hat is covering the rest of a Titanic. So it's just a selfie of her dressed. With the word tick next to her head. (laughs) (laughs) So good, so good. Uh, Here we go. Um, (laughs) This one's a bit of a burn. I'm going to apologise for the language in advance. Taught an all-girls group. One loved fake tan, so was bright orange. One day she was stroking her arm saying, All natural, all natural. A friend pipes up and says, Hey, the only way that's natural is if your mum shagged the what's it. (laughs) 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 That is... That is... Oh, my God. If you're Uh, a teacher and that was the shout back, uh, you'd be like, that's an unbelievable burn. Right, this one as well. Um... And again, language warning, but I will bleep it out, right? Oh, God, that was funny. Not at my school, but one of our local primary schools. Nativity play in infant school, and the boy playing Joseph got chicken pox. So another boy had to take the part. On the day of the play, the chicken pox uh, boy came back to school, and so the understudy was not happy he was no longer Joseph. The teacher gave him the part of the innkeeper, who gave them shelter. She bigged up the part, telling him how important this man was in the story. Anyway, the play starts and Mary and Joseph are doing the old knocking on the indoors. When they got to the chicken pox understudy boy, he opened the door, looked at them both and said, Mary, you can come in, but you can't. You stole my f***ing part. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh, oh my days that uh, is so funny right um oh what would i give to be in that assembly oh my days yeah right here we go that's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> i've got an, just there was this one that just said i once broke up a fight between two parents while dressed as santa <laughs> so obviously <laughs> obviously there was comments i need more information Someone naughty list for them, and he's come back. It was a Christmas fair. One parent accused the other of gazumping her on a piece of tat, and it all went pear shaped. Luckily, I was stuffed with cushions to soften the blows. <laughs> I wonder if he stayed in the Santa character like the whole time. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> this was worse than when Comet fell out with Cupid. Yeah. <laughs> Your impression then. <laughs> right, and then one last one for now. Oh. Uh, again, one that needed more explanation, but uh, I once scooped up an extra child at a natural science museum. Let me say that again. I once scooped up an extra child at the natural science museum. Frantic mother screaming. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
just absolutely yeah how did your trip go uh yeah just one case of kidnapping uh (laughs) yeah nothing major just accused of uh yeah just accused of kidnapping Um, just going back to that burn uh it leads us uh, nicely because I've got some good burns. Right. So I'm ready. Okay, let's play the jingle. A child has just rinsed you. Grab that red paper towel now. Hold your head in shame. To Mr. Fees in a podcast. Right, okay, some burns. Let's go with the burns. Yes. Get some Montgomery burns. Uh, one kid years ago asked me, Stand still, miss. Can you keep still? I'm trying to count your grey hairs, <laughs> but you have so many, it's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I love this one as well because it's like a, it's a burn and it's yeah. a double down on a burn. Miss, have you coloured your hair? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, well, thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for what? I just said I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Student, my daddy's fat. Me, I hardly believe that. Student, he's like you, not skinny. <laughs> <laughs> A child looking at my ID badge. Wow. You were young once upon a time. (laughs) Brutal (laughs) scenes. And then I love this one. Is that a baby in your tummy? Or too many dinners? (laughs) Then she's just thought, hello, Slimming World. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I've got a couple here. Uh, Getting told by a child in my NQT year that I look like a proper dad in my school ID picture. I was 22 when that photo was taken. I thought I looked like a Zayn Malik in that pic. (laughs) Also, being told, Sir, can't believe you're so old and you still live at home with your parents. That's, that's wounding, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> He's just listed all of them. This is the same guy with about five. Me shouting at my class, Why can I hear someone talking? And a child putting his hand up and saying, Because you have ears, sir. <laughs> I love those. I love that. It's fair to say my frustration disappeared and I began laughing. A child brought in palmer violets for me. I asked why he had, why he had and he said, I want you to call these karma violets and have one each time before you're about to shout to calm down. Karma <laughs> <laughs> violets. Do you, think he, uh, do you think he tells, do you think he speaks to his pillow at his mum and dad's? <laughs> Maybe he has some pillow talk. <laughs> It's the same Malik. <laughs> he should have just replied with, still got time. <laughs> Why are you still living with your parents? Still got time. <laughs> a child telling a mother gleefully that I played the music from my childhood in the 60s. I played S Club 7, Don't Stop, <laughs> and Fives Keep On Moving. <laughs> 60s? Oh my God. On VE Day, the very same child asked me what it was like during World War Two. Oh. And yet another classic from the same child whilst looking at my lanyard. Uh, Mrs. Teacher, what on earth happened to you? You used to be so pretty. I'd just be like, teaching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> teaching did this. Quickly followed by, oh my God, did we do this to you? Everyone, everyone, Miss used to look so young and pretty. Look what we've done. <laughs> It's just like, like normally it's a quick burn and it's done. She's just going on and on. Oh my days. In my NQT year, a year four child wrote in her English book, my teacher is shit. I asked her quietly if she could read it to me. Apparently she thought she'd written, my teacher is strict. (laughs) (laughs) Nice save. Lovely. I'd have just panicked and been like, I thought like you were a ship. Yeah. Oh, it would have been a nightmare. And last one from me for now. A year six boy once said to me, all girls think about is their hair. Except you, miss. You don't care what yours look like. (laughs) That, for me, is the perfect example of a true burn. Yeah. Because he's gone into compliment. Yeah. Annie, that that is... That's like saying, like, I really admire you because you've got (laughs) grim hair. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> the teacher there would be like, thank you. But inside just being like, wow. Yeah. Because, uh, it, it, you know, all girls think about is that, except you. Yeah. You just don't care what yours. You've got more important things. You legend. <laughs> And then following my subsequent visit to the hairdresser, the same boy winked at me and went, nice try. (laughs) (laughs) Better luck next time. (laughs) Absolute dream stuff. Right now, you may remember a couple of episodes ago, uh, we were sharing some weird parent interactions. And subsequently, I did ask, I did ask, what has been the weirdest complaint you've ever had as right. a teacher? Okay. Right now, again, is this our end? Is this our end? I think this, feature? yeah, this will this will do us okay. for today because there are right. a few. Right, not going to play the jingle because sometimes these aren't necessarily well, they're mostly parents, but sometimes they're not. Right, is that the reason? Uh, well, is that the I'm, reason? I'm, 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 right, so um, you moved my son when he hadn't done anything. Parent went away suitably ashamed. When I explained her son was correct, he was moved for not doing any work for 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, that's a bit of a no as well, isn't it? It's a bit that's of a no, a bit of that. but it's sweet. It's sweet. Do you know when like a parent does complain and then when you correct... You've got it oh, in the bag, yeah. That's got to be up there as one of the best teacher wins. The old trump card. Yeah, because... Yeah. We're talking about complaint, you know, genuine complaints from parents, genuine concerns. Absolutely, teachers will deal with. But when it's petty, when it's teachers being, uh, sorry, parents just being, you know, annoying for the but sake just, of, you yeah. Know. So like, like example, like you know, kind of like, uh, where's where's Daniel's jumper? Daniel should have his jumper. And then you're just a bit like, have you checked Daniel's bag? <laughs> and then check Daniel's bag and there's the there's yeah. jumper. And then you're just a bit like... <laughs> it's almost like some of these would be followed with that, uh, you know, that meme of all the guys where they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where it's just like, boom. Right. Uh, weirdest complaint was that we didn't have any toilets. The little girl in EYFS went home and said there were no toilets in school. We had to invite mum in to show her we had them as she didn't believe us. I mean, I mean, like, how could you, how can you believe that? I know. If well, Isla came home from school, she's in year one now. If she came home from school and was like, daddy, they don't have any toilets in school. I would swiftly respond with, yeah, they do. And that would be it. <laughs> like, that would be it. Like, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't speak to her about it at all. Yeah. It would just be simple. It w- <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh! It was always also the same parent who believed her child when she said naughty children were locked in chains in the head office, oh, in the head's office. On. In I the mean, jokey! <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, this one's great. A baby pigeon fell out of a tree at sports day and hit a parent in the head, and it was our fault. There was talk of a compensation claim. <laughs> Have you been hit in the head by a baby pigeon at sports day? Get in touch with injury lawyers for you. We will take already that tight budget from school and give it you to spend on summit rubbish. Cuckoo. <laughs> Imagine if that went to court. To high court. <laughs> Judge, what's he called? Judge Rinder. Judge Rinder. <laughs> It'd be like that Scottish woman, the teacher, like, I'm really, really sorry. Have you seen that clip? No. Oh, have you not seen it? So it's Judge Rinder. And it's something to do... I can't remember what the story is, but it's like a meme clip where the Scottish woman's like, I'm really, really... But then she starts bursting out laughing. Why are you laughing? I'll show it you after. People listening till no... But that's what it'd be. Teacher would be like... And then... Because, you know, they'd try and dramatise, drag it out. And then I was there just to watch my son win his race. Win the egg and spoon when baby pigeon fell on my head. And the teacher would be like... We're really, really sorry. <laughs> Just <laughs> laughing the red off. <laughs> uh, right, this is a good like. Brr you. <laughs> Brr you. <laughs> this is a good like. Whoa. When teaching piano at a private school, I had a girl that kept forgetting a book, so I sent a letter home. A mum called the school to complain and said, "She's only seven. How do you expect her to remember a book?" I replied, "I don't. You're the adult. I expect you to remember." 
Oh, <laughs> that is ballsy, isn't it? Yeah. It needs to be followed with something like, what's the, what's the song? Um, is it the Dr. Dre song where it's like, what, what, what Dr. Dre song am I thinking? Is it next episode? Na 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 na. Right, yeah. yeah, right. I'll say that one again with with na 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 na. Right, here we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? I replied, "I don't. You're the adult. I expect you to remember." <laughs> <laughs> the parent ain't, uh, letting, ain't letting that go. She's then coming. The parents yeah. coming back in. Yeah. Right. Um, what would you do if the parent came back in and get, got her daughter to play the piano <laughs> while she was complaining? <laughs> Some people don't remember books. <laughs> um, I think we've had this one before, but yeah. That serving sliced carrots at lunchtime instead of as batons was having a significantly negative impact on their child's well-being and was also an infringement on their human rights. Letter written to the MP about it. I had to respond. Oh my God. What? I don't think we've ever had that before. I'm sure I might have come across a similar story, but imagine. I mean, you know, MPs are pretty busy. What is an MP? But I had to respond, though. <laughs> I had to respond. I had to dangle a carrot, but it had to be a baton. <laughs> oh, God. I passed on the baton. How weird's that? I can I imagine, know, yeah. imagine like when you're leaving reindeer food and stuff. I, do, I mean... Don't you dare cut that carrot! <laughs> Don't you bloody dare! But infringement on their human rights. What? <laughs> uh, I mean, some... Some complaints. Here we go. Right. Here, this this links to what you were just saying there. A child, key stage two, had their cardigan in school. Had left their cardigan in school the day before. The parent rang and said it wasn't acceptable. That I hadn't checked that she had it. The parent wanted to know what I thought the local press would think about it. The local press. <laughs> That's like the Manchester Evening News. Now, I know sometimes local press, you know, scrape the barrel. Yeah. But I can't imagine a front page headline. Child left cardigan yeah. in school. Teaching in hot water because I left cardigan. <laughs> Wanted to know what I thought. Hey, what lo- I've got a good headline. <laughs> what about this? Cardi B, more like Cardi F minus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the parent wanted to know what I thought the local press would think about the fact that I didn't look after children's belongings and told me that if the cardigan wasn't returned today, she was going to contact them to find out. Ooh. Is that it? <laughs> That's it, What yeah. a cliffhanger. <laughs> do, 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 do. do you know what? It, it's things like this that really annoy me because if you've ever dismissed the class at the end of the day, the, the day it is frantic. Yeah, it is. And that teacher, I guarantee... Will have said numerous times, numerous. Make sure you've got all your belongings with you. Yeah. Make sure you've Who's got your coat. Whose jumper's this? Whose jumper's this? But yeah. Do you know what though? I think I think shows like Home and Away and Neighbours are getting so desperate. They'd have that. <laughs> They'd have I mean? it as a storyline. Do you bloody want me to ring the local press <laughs> and tell them that you've left a bloody cordy there? But this, this, this is what annoys me because the press sometimes do pick up on stories like this, don't That's they? That's pathetic. Though. You know what? No, but no, not the cardigans. But you know when you see, you always see, like round about September, there'll be a story of a child who's been sent home because they're not wearing the correct school oh, uniform yeah. or they've not got the correct haircut or whatever it might be. And I just think, no, here's what will have happened. The school will have made those expectations clear. Would have put it out there. Yeah. That these are the expectations. This is what you've got to do. And then one, ch- you know, the parents not followed that. So it's like, well, rather than just accepting, let's go to local. Well, if, it's if, just... they're gonna, if they're going to complain about something like that, they need to just put a sock in it. But yeah. hopefully the correct sock from the <laughs> uniform policy. <laughs> <laughs> right, this one. Parent complained, I told their child to go home and shoot themselves. <laughs> now... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but if a parent complained that, I would absolutely cack it. Because that's a serious... Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, it? That's, I mean, that's... yeah, but seriously, I mean, well, 
Well, you just wouldn't just would say it, would you? Turns out we'd been studying World War II and I had explained where the term shooting yourself in the foot comes from. And then as an example said, if they didn't learn the times tables, they'd be shooting themselves in the foot. Child told parent that I'd said if they don't learn the times tables, they had to shoot themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he came in just like, three, six, nine, twelve. <laughs> yeah. fair, to be fair, if he learned his science tables, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> right, two more. First one is an utter sort of O. Just, an, yeah, this is just perfect of what karma if you're a naggy parent, for oh, naggy yeah, the sake. karma violence. Yeah. Also, so this was a second one sent in, but I've not seen the first one. How dare you make my son a camel in the Christmas play? What a rubbish part. Little did said parent know the play was Humph the Camel, and her son was supposed to be the lead. She complained so much that I changed him to a shepherd. Her face was a picture when she came to watch the play. Oh, that's beautiful, isn't it? That is poetic right justice. <laughs> Wonder if she spat on him. <laughs> he should have still been the cop. <laughs> my, my lovely lady. I'd have done that. I'd have been the teacher of the book. Mama, do the hair. Mama, do the hair. I love that, though, because that's, that's pure poetic justice. Like, oh, you don't want your sons to be. You don't want your son to be the camel? And she'd have told every man and his dog, Christopher's a shepherd! (laughs) (laughs) He's a lead shepherd. (laughs) Right, and this one. Oh, no, it's not this one. Oh, no. No, we've still got some more. Right, a parent sent in some labels and a marker pen for me to label their child's uniform. Come on. I know. She didn't have time, you know, as she was a working parent. It took me longer to write the very comprehensive reply than it would have taken to label his uniform and that and that of my own three children whilst being a working parent. She didn't appreciate the response or the fact I returned the uniform unlabeled. Well, no. <laughs> I, I, just, I mean, where did they get that? Where did they get the, the audacity? The audacity. The audis- right. Um, when, a, when a child forgotten his trunks for his swimming lesson, a parent asked, why couldn't one of the staff nip to Asda and buy him some? <laughs> <laughs> I just, you just can't write this sort of stuff, can you? And my favourite. Oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. I got a complaint about the terrible standard of homework and proofreading, complete with homework corrected by the parent for very basic punctuation and spelling mistake. Spelling mistakes. The homework was to correct the very basic punctuation and spelling mistakes. <laughs> oh, no. I think it would have been so hard to remain professional and just been like... Because uh, you, you, you'd have been laughing so much and just been like, uh, thing is... <laughs> yeah, just to... Um... <laughs> just need to wear uh, it would have been that one it's just like uh, <laughs> thing, thing is <laughs> um, thank you for your concern yeah. but just to let you know <laughs> did you read the question did you read the question <laughs> I cannot believe the terrible standard of this homework every question had basic punctuation and spelling errors this is just not good enough Oh, yeah, that was the task, mate. <laughs> yeah, that was the... <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> that was the whole point. Wow. <laughs> what a no. So what you're trying to say is you did the homework for the child. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. And again, if you've got if you've got a complaint that you think you can beat some of them, they were some, some absolute belters yeah. but if you think you can beat that with a complaint or just any general story that you think is worthy of us sharing on the podcast to give everyone out there a good giggle head over to two mrpspodcast.com and you can share it there uh you can dm it to either ict underscore mr p or at two mr p's podcast on instagram just what i say again a massive thank you for joining us we hope these episodes are helping <laughs> we know how tough we know how hard, just generally how crap 
this academic year has been so far um, and we hope these podcasts are helping you just give you a bit of a uh, welcome distraction so you can uh, yeah just just laugh just smile yeah Makes yeah a massive you're not on your own yeah um, we're all in this you're together doing a great job so yeah so please do keep supporting head over to facebook join the facebook group leave a rate a review rate review subscribe on apple podcasts if you've not already head over to the website grab yourself a ticket for the live show get it in your staff whatsapp group take your teacher bff take whoever you want take your partner here's another one date night there were so many couples that came to the harrogate show yeah we had a guy who came who was a fireman yeah and he was give him a shout out actually yeah yeah what's uh, his name because they came from manchester they live locally to us yeah they do live locally for us and a great couple and yeah. she was a Loretto girl as well. Ian. Yeah. Ian. Ian. Uh, not a teacher, but he no, was no. there laughing along. He so was. we appreciate that sort of support. Because the thing is with the live show is, yeah, a lot of it's school chat. But there's a lot of stories there that are just funny. I feel anyway. like I've given Ian a shout out. I feel like I'm going to need to give his missus a shout out as well. Suzanne. 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 Yeah. So, um, yeah, go head over, get your tickets, and we will be back next week and look out for our special chinwag with Tom Fletcher coming later in the week. Uh, and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, thing is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to check out that play. We need to look at which Christmas play. What was it called again? Mama do the hump. <laughs> no, it's called... Uh, Oh, Humph the Camel. Hump. It sounds a bit dodgy, that, though. I know. It? Hump the Camel. Hump the yeah. Camel. <laughs> sounds like a dodgy Christmas party game. I know, yeah. Right, take care, guys. We'll see, see you ya. next week. <laughs>